0: After 25 you know what? Twenty-five
1: episodes in, and that is still bumping way hard for us. It's called Gangster Life, by the way. <laughs> Keep laughed at us. So our studio owner, manager, Bestie over here, he's like, That's just called Gangster Life. What? <laughs> oh. And I'm like, yeah, that's how we roll. Mm-hmm. No lies detected. (laughs) (laughs) I've been using that a lot today, and we're going to get into that because I got some shit on social that just, I had a rant. I had a TED Talk slash rant, and no lies were detected.
0: It was fabulous.
1: Oh, we're going to get into that as well. Um, Episode 25.
0: What?
1: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. 25. Look how far we've come. Um, Do you remember lo- how
0: how you were when you were 25?
1: Oh, you don't. <laughs> Ugh, I'm happy to be alive. Let's put it that way.
0: That's a that's a whole nother episode. Right? <laughs> that's a deep dive.
1: Okay, my, our mouse went dead on here. I'm trying to, like, move it around. Sorry. Um oh well,
0: Mercury in retrograde. Well,
1: I can't even with mercury in retrograde. I need all social apps to stop trying to update their shit during this. And you know what? It was a full moon yesterday. I mean, I cannot. That's
0: still three days, full moon, three days of Mm. full moon energy. Mm. You know, it's
1: mm -mm. Mm. no good. Mm -mm. No bueno.
0: Well, no bueno.
1: So today um, we have a special guest and he's running late because it's LA. I mean, <laughs> um, the LA way. It's the LA way. You know, it's one of those things. I I left my I think I left my apartment at five fifteen, and I got here right at six. And I swear to God, it's like nine miles from my house. So you know what? I am not at all surprised. But he is bumper to bumper right now, and hopefully, it's all good uh, for him. I told him, do not rush. Be safe. We good. We got plenty to talk about. I could just literally just talk about Please. him without him being here. I mean, it won't go as he plans, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we can. But it will get done. It will get done. Um, so, of course, we always like to. St- Start at the top of the show talking about a little bit of house cleaning and any updates so first off we would just like to um say thank you to all of our friends and family and any of our fans and listeners uh for tuning in today and any of the stuff you know they listen in the archive um and also uh connecting with us on Instagram and Twitter at The Hoops Talking. Um, They've been giving comments and likes. We've been like expanding the network. So thank you so much. It means so much to us. You know, like I think last episode I was feeling really low and I got some really – positive um messages on social media. So it's definitely something where it's helpful. And so we want to thank everybody out there. And always, I mean, leave questions, comments. We actually have a couple of um fan feedback. Um so that's something that I want to get into also so that we can address that. Um unfortunately our mouse isn't working so I can't see what's in the chat. So Karen, I think I can okay. I got you. Tell us. I got
0: you. Tell us. Our numero uno troll, anonymous, and said, 25, great job. We got Jackie She's in the chat with us right now All on right. her phone, her iOS. Mm, 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 nice. It's going to be a party in the chat room, baby. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, that's, yeah you're going to have to be the eyes in the chat room because, like I said, our mouse isn't working here in the studio. So, um, you got it uh okay so uh, let's see what else do we have do you have any updates do we have anything you're going to be here next week so karen will be live in the studio
0: live in the house in the studio yes we're going to take some video if my phone Mm -hmm. don't die it's you know cracking
1: i think we're going to bring a bottle of rosé in
0: oh shit hey Hmm, it's gonna crack (laughs) it's gonna pop off
1: it's definitely gonna be a twist off? It's definitely gonna be a twist off in the house.
0: <laughs> that kind of, you know, you know, dollar Okay, I got you. <laughs> I might have to take an Uber
1: here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can drink and do the show. Have Have I done that? Oh, have I? I don't think I have.
0: Yeah, we were no. Well, I'll I'll be on the soundboard. So okay,
1: let's <laughs> just take a car
0: and partay. Oh,
1: okay. Jackie
0: says plug in the mouse. The cable's white.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, Keith is doing that. Keep us in the studio. And I'll charge. He's taking care of it. I, You know me, I'm just like, make Karen read the chats. (laughs) 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 We'll figure it out. Um, So, you know what? While our guest is on his way, um, I think we should just jump into Let's Get Social because there's so many things in social, you know, as you know, we like to, you know, as we say, like. The pop culture in today's world is really mixed with everything. So no one is excluded from the talk of pop culture. And so that's why we okay. like to do uh, what we call Let's Get Social. And also we're social media mavens. So, you know, yes. that's how we're going to roll. So, Even to- though
0: we, we hate them, we hate
1: fucking <laughs> I'm Well, I don't, you know... Yes, I know I called you screaming in the phone today about a certain app. Victimized by IP. I was victimized by Instagram. It. I was. I was totally victimized because also I felt fucking trapped because I, there's no, like, how am I going to get promos out if this fucking app is not working? I, I'm like, we're going to start a fucking YouTube channel, you know, and,
0: and. Yeah, or or pop it on Craigslist. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, seriously, fucking smoke signals or something because this is some bullshit that I feel so trapped by the fact that if we if the app is down, we're like twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. But so speaking of apps, the first thing I want to talk about, let's get social, is this fucking face app that can go straight that's to that's hell. It. No,
0: that's I am it. sorry.
1: I am sorry. Yeah. Did I fuck with it? Sure. And then I immediately was like, this is trash. And yes, I know my husband I put made it, put him on blast for being old and all this other shit but it is the devil and I don't know why anybody wants to post that why do you want to
0: post looking old I don't understand That's literally taking a photo of yourself and letting that motherfucker suck the soul out of you <laughs> so that you look a hundred like no No fuck that
1: No I looked like the abuela in Coco when I fucking <laughs> did it Okay that's not... Are oh, you think I want to post like, that?
0: I probably look like the grandma in Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Mulan!
1: Oh, Or, you know, remember on Game of Thrones when that red witch took her necklace off and she was, like, oh, dusty she, she, and shit? She, she. That's, like, why would She's you want to look like that? It's not cute. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. No one and wants plus, to look dusty. like, uh-uh. there's all these, like, Russian bots and I don't really... Like, the Russian bot thing... I I read this, and of course, we get all of our information on the internet, so it it could be fake. Just, we always put that out there. But the one thing I realized was, um, I read this thing saying, like, yes, it does have, it doesn't have origins in Russia, but it is based in Russia where they're collecting the data. So, although they don't have access to it, the Russian uh, government can say, well, now you have to, we're going to confiscate everything. So, anyway... But you know what? If you don't read the terms and services of the shit you download on your phone, then let me tell you, it's a human centipede of your shit going out everywhere anyway. So I realize this, but the thing that I hated the most, I hate the idea that they're creating a database of artificial intelligence. I don't know why that freaks me out because I just think the Terminator movie is so (laughs) going to be our future. (laughs) If we keep giving AI... This sh- have you seen those robots like that can lift a truck and like do all... They will kill you. I don't understand why we think and, that's cool. Yeah.
0: And backflip and do fucking karate moves. You're right. Like it. <laughs> it's like fucking like Alita. To get to that age in the face. ass right.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like that Alita movie. That robot Alita. Those coming at you. I'm like, no.
0: Just yeah. take
1: it off. And I see all these uh, fo- basketball players that are doing it. And I'm like, no. Just stop. Boo-boo. Just I don't stop wanna, it. I don't want to
0: look at your own.
1: Don't we already have early. Uncle Drew? I mean, wasn't Uncle Drew that? <laughs> the first face app? Let's be done with this trash. No. So I exactly. fucking hate that app. It can go straight to hell. And I don't know if anybody in the chat you see does anybody in the chat talking about this? Because again, I cannot see it. No. Well, good. No. Because we're gonna move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm not gonna tell you what's been in the chat because i said i can't tell her the show will get derailed so i'll wait (laughs) (laughs) thank you karen uh
1: okay so my the next do you have anything else to say about this fucking face app
0: no i disagree with you period i agree with you thank you
1: um and my ted talk rant that i did in bed because i was so disgusted when i woke up everybody a lot of people agreed with me so thank you um the boobs look good though the
0: boobs look good
1: oh thanks (laughs) i know i you know what i try to put stickers and gifs over that because i'm like the (laughs) fuck it was a little item
0: girl sorry it was a little much and and bouncy balls you know right it's a little extra what it is
1: okay so what is next so okay i and and let's get social my other topic is people are sick they are. I think people are disgusting. sick. Okay, this is what was happening that I saw. There's this thing where people were licking ice cream and then putting yeah, it back. putting
0: the fucking tub back. No. Oh. No. Hey, but I heard the first, either the chick or the, the dude that first did that got arrested or they're being, I don't know. And I'm like, good. Well. Because <sighs> that just start a whole fucking epidemic of
2: sickness.
0: Fuck that.
1: No. That's disgusting. That was sick. And then the other one that I I I almost dug a grave and lay down in it and covered myself with dirt after seeing this fuckery. Somebody was using their bare feet to change the channels and swipe on their airplane TV monitor. Okay, and then No. That's no. nasty. And then no. someone had the audacity in the comments to say, "Well, maybe they have some sort of uh, disability where they can't lean forward." And
0: I'm like, "Bison, you don't watch TV. You just don't watch it. No, you go. You pay your ticket to get the uh, flight attendant to help <laughs> your ass out. But I can put the iPad on your on your lap. What? No, they got tablets on planes. What no, the fuck? Mm-mm, no." Mm-mm. That's a red flag. Period. People who take their fucking shoes and socks off on a plane. I don't care if your feet swell. That's nasty. You know... You're so close, you fucking nasty It's so gross. And, you know, someone came
1: on the plane with a fucking hot panini and sat in front of me and stunk up the whole fucking plane. I don't... I don't understand. People just... They... uh, that's why I don't like to travel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but someone's got a good method on traveling.
1: Yes. So in a complete 180 to this person with the feet, Naomi Campbell, she has a whole chlorost disinfectant wipes that she wipes everything that she could possibly touch and she has uh, custom-made seat covers in all different colors that she uses. And she puts a mask, a face mask on. I mean, it's and a whole... On, yes,
0: on like just her eyeballs. Yes.
1: And she's wearing gloves. And, like, I don't think anyone can get on the plane until she completely disinfects everything, which I'm just like, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I want to be that That's level. That's a secret to her. I want to be That's at that level. to her
0: youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the secret to her youth. She is flawless, and probably because she don't got fucking germs in her body.
1: Yeah. I
0: wonder, you know that
1: J-Lo does not drink at all any alcohol?
0: Oh. Yeah. And she got that new movie coming out, and she looks fucking uh, banging. That's right. H- the Hustlers? Hustlers?
1: Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Mm. Hustlers or something. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That woman. Uh, she's she's old, like reverted
1: I mean, in age, I believe. She's the young. Yeah,
0: she's the Benjamin Button of <laughs> the female Benjamin Button. Her Naomi Campbell.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta be a little bit like I guess self-involved in the in the those cases to look that good. But hey, why not?
0: I mean, she looks that good. She's got mm-hmm. a rod on her fucking mm-hmm.
1: elbow. You know. Oh my! It's all good. Um. Okay. So that um. That's pretty much people are sick which i th- i think they're fucking disgusting so that was my thing um the next thing i want to talk about is something that i heard on the Jalen and jacoby show um <laughs> they do this segment called cultural or regional so they they had someone call in the voicemail And they asked, is it cultural or regional to take some pine salt or fabuloso or any kind of smell good cleaning material, put it in a pot on the stove to make the house smell better? Is that cultural or regional? <laughs> oh my! First off, Dylan got
0: real happy about that. Oh, too. He, was he was excited. If you to see own the video,
1: it. we should put a link to the video. But he's super I'll excited, and he said it's cultural. And personally, I don't think I've ever. I don't. I I know we used to use p- pine salt, Maybe okay. So I used to work. On pine salt. That was, my, um, that was wow. my thing. So I used to work on pine salt, and um, I know I would have to go do focus groups. And so at the focus groups, I would then, ha- uh, with pine salt, they would love the smell of the pine salt. So so they would they would take the pine salt, and th- the smell is what told them what was clean. That's how they knew things were clean. So I could totally understand why the... That smell, but I don't know anybody that actually puts it in the a pot like that. Jalen does. He said he did it just the other day when he had somebody come over to his house because he wanted the, the scent. So, do you, I think you do it, Karen. I fucking <laughs> think that you would do you some know, shit like that.
0: I mean, I I wouldn't put it past my culture. I, well, my family <laughs> didn't do that. But... You know, he did mention in that clip too, like using the oven for a heater. I do that.
1: <laughs> the, the oven as a heater? Okay. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, I do that broke ass shit with my three dollar Walmart hoops. You know, I do that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think we
1: maybe we should pose that question to our special
0: guest. Hey,
1: <laughs>
3: oh, I'm here. What up?
1: He made it. He made it. <laughs> He made it.
3: Yeah, all know how to LA traffic be. <laughs> it's
0: the LA way.
1: <laughs> so our special guest has arrived, and like literally, like no stress at all.
3: Okay, I appreciate y'all.
1: Yeah, are you feeling okay?
3: I did that that planned drive with shit, and it was like, yo, if you leave the crib at four forty five, you'll be here at like six <laughs> fifteen. I'm on the freeway, and it yes. keeps like the minutes keep adding. Them. I'm like, shit, it's, it's, it's not gonna work out. But we here now. Let's get it.
1: Yes. Right, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all yes. for having me. Oh, absolutely. So Josiah. Johnson is in the house. What?
3: Our special
1: (laughs) guest is here. So cool. So excited. Um, We jumped into some like house cleaning, some let's get social stuff. And go ahead and get it. So um, let's see. What what is your. So I just uh, finished talking about um, Jalen Rose on Jalen and Jacoby.
2: Okay.
1: Let's see what you think. So they do a segment called um, cultural or regional. And someone called in and said, is it cultural or regional to take some pine salt or fabuloso or any kind of smell good cleaning material, put it in a pot on the stove and, make, and turn it on to make the house smell better?
3: I, I have never done <laughs> that in my life. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. That's not a part of my culture, so. (laughs) It could be regional, it could be seasonal, it ain't, I've never done that in my, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, the most I think we've done with the pot is, like, back in the day, if you got sick, we would put the Vicks Vapor Rub in there, let the water boil, towel over the head, and really, that was, like, your way of just cleansing (laughs) your whole soul, but. (laughs) <laughs> never to make the house smell fresh. My mom did make like some potpourri stuff. Back yeah, then. right. Okay, like, like that—that's reasonable, but not like <laughs> the pine saw. That—that sounds like a. I don't even know what's cracking.
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. Because I, w- Karen, you mentioned doing like oranges and spices,
0: mm, oranges and lemons and
1: cinnamon sticks and random shit. Yeah, I made mean, for seasonal stuff, but mm, okay. Yeah, I've never. I mean. Like uh, the Vicks I've done as well, but like I was saying, I worked at P- with Pine Sol and the people of the focus group. The the smell of Pine Sol was the only way that they could ever consider anything being clean. Okay, because nah. they were smokers.
3: Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nah. So
1: that was. I, I no one smoked in my family. Do you have smokers in your family, Karen?
0: I mean, the children are smokers. The parents were not. Mm,
1: see th- I see <laughs> stress that. Stress us out. <laughs> well, so I think that might just be Jalen's culture. Okay. I, guess, I know. Okay. Um, okay. So w- what we're doing to get to catch Josiah up to speed is again going straight into like shit we find on social. Okay. That we think.
3: Well, I, as you know, I'm very active on the <laughs> yes, social media. So
1: I know. Hopefully, oh. I've,
3: I've seen the shit that y'all have seen. And we can we can really uh, get it in.
1: Okay. So one of the one of the big ones that I just uncovered was this quote I found about Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Um so some an unnamed source naturally. Naturally, an anonymous unnamed source said Kawhi is great getting his, but he doesn't elevate anyone. He doesn't rally his team. Did that
3: come from Rick Buke or something? Yes. Okay, okay, yes, i yes, yes. So here, let's 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 really break that quote down. Okay. Didn't Kawhi go. just win the, the fucking championship and the finals <laughs> MVP? He did. With the Raptors, yes, of yes. Toronto, yes, first time for them. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if they would have lost, maybe. But even taking that squad to the finals, the Raptors of Toronto, Lebronto as we used to call them, because they used to get swept. You know what I'm saying? Like I still call Toronto Lebronto, and we're talking about what Kawhi came in and did, fresh, fresh out of the Spurs. You know, fresh mm-hmm. with the new hair braid with Drake, <laughs> beat, beat the Warriors, even without KD and Clay. still, you know, still with Steph, who was supposed to be the two-time MVP, and this was supposed to be his year to win finals MVP. Right? I mean, what, what's, people be saying this absurd, outlandish shit. I don't, that's why I love Twitter, because it's like, what right. the fuck do y'all be thinking?
1: <laughs> yeah, Twitter, I was, like, Twitter is not really a place for discourse, I think. Yeah. Like, it's just literally there to just throw some shit out and see what cracks
3: like I've never that's seen an argument crazy, on Twitter crazy. end with like people being like oh you know what maybe I'm wrong maybe <laughs> you actually got this one right so.
1: mostly it's like they like they have to delete their account
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: like I've seen that or they're just like they blocked me and did delete their account and I was like wow, like wow that's aggressive Um, my opinion I mean I don't know I, I don't have I was talking about this in another episode where I'm just like I think there's a whole new um ideology in the NBA where it's like why not get What's gonna help me? You know yeah. what I mean. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you see that with how players are teaming up with one another, which I don't think there's any problem with that. Yep. Especially because now they have the ability and the awareness. And yeah, even if if getting his, this is how I see it. If I was on his team and getting his meant I was also gonna get something, yeah. I'd be fine. Whatever motivates you, get it, get it. If if motivating you is that you think that you are going to be the only one in that process. But I get to, you know, sit on the bench and get a, a ring. No, <laughs> I think I'm going to be OK with that. I'm taking that. <laughs> what about I, you, Karen? I
0: don't see Jeremy. Yeah, I don't see Jeremy Lin complaining about his <laughs> ring. So,
3: <laughs> Right. Damn, Jeremy Lin. Yeah. But, yeah, he got a ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty crazy. Um, let's see what else. I, oh, Anonymous
0: Knicks fan oh, says he he's the anonymous source <laughs> for this
1: quote. Oh, is that what he's saying? <laughs> Let's yeah, the al- al- you the know,
3: raptors trying to get <laughs> So we
1: have a little chat. So okay. If people want to like come in and chat and ask you questions and stuff.
3: Well, shit, tell them Shamal then. <laughs> I <laughs> say the Lebronto hashtag. We already, you know, we've already made great strides.
1: <laughs> right. Um, let's see. What else? Um, oh, okay. So this is something that we talked about a little bit last week is the death of the ego. So recently, Chauncey Billups, I believe, came out and he was talking about um, on SiriusXM <laughs> on NBA Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about Mello. Yeah, you saw that. Um, saw yeah. that clip, I'm very clip. With the quote. And just so that I'm gonna, I para- I'm paraphrasing here. So what it says here is, um, I feel bad for Mello. Mello was like a good teammate. He practiced every day and never missed a day. Scoring thirty meant too much for Mello. He would score 20 or 22, we'd win the game, and he'd be mad, uh, dot, dot, dot. And the reason he is not in the league, because he's still worthy, is he hasn't mentally taken the step back to say, okay, I'll come in and play against backups. I'll try to help the team out. I know I might not be able to close, but I just want to help. Uh, well, he's he's not there. What do you think about that?
3: Uh, I mean, I don't know if Chauncey's a human being that, that, you know, I know he played with Melo and all that shit, and, and you're talking about stuff that happened with like six, seven, ten years ago. You know, people change, mm-hmm. Like If I am if I was still the same way I was seven years ago, like, you know, that, that would be pretty sad and depressing. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, Melo still thinks he's elite level. He still thinks he's a starter. and He could probably start on a lot of teams in right. the league, but it's really like, do you want to play with those teams? You know what I mean? Because right. like, those teams Ooh. are generally going to be trash, and, I mean, you can go get your bag and, and do whatever you got to do. But I think Mello, for the point he's at in his career, and people forget Mello was a national champion at Syracuse. He has winning tendencies. He kind of has gotten this, this, this negative stigma about him, but I think he does need to take a backseat, go somewhere with like the Lakers. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Be able to fortify that second unit, but. Maybe this is an issue. I know he had those comments when he was with the Rockets about, you know, right. they thought they was going to bench me. Or maybe it was the Thunder. I don't even know. He'd been, he'd cool. been moved around.
2: Yeah. He they might have been, been the Thunder.
3: It was like, yeah. yo, you, they, they, I'm coming off the bench. It's like, look, bro, like humble yourself. Right. I look at a dude like DeMarcus Cousins who's like, shit, I ain't got no problem that, coming yeah. off the bench.
1: He's actually, that's actually someone that I put on the list because I have him on the list um, and I have Dwight Howard yeah. who I saw. <laughs> oh, so you, now, put out you put out a fire tweet where it's like, Uh, It was uh, (laughs) people doing parkour, trying to get out of a situation. And he and Josiah said, this is uh, LeBron and AD trying to get out of... (laughs) uh, When they heard Dwight Howard wanted to join the Lakers.
3: If if he's coming, they're running.
1: (laughs) Do you really feel that way, though? Because I just read the... uh, Shams did an article. And he talked about, like, hey, you know what? Like, I get it. I am not... I was all about me and I wasn't about the team. So I was toxic in a way. And now... He's very—I mean, he looks, in like, in great shape.
3: He looks awesome. Honestly, I, I was a big Dwight Howard fan back in the day. I thought he used to fucking play around too much. It was a little too goofy with the shtick. I think he coming to, to the Lakers probably one of the worst things for his career. I know he, mm. he had this, like, weird fascination with Shaq, I think, early on in his career and, like, being Superman and kind of that mm. whole thing. And I know that he used to go back and forth. And he came to the Lakers and obviously just laid a big turd. Mm. Right.
2: I mean, you know— right. I,
3: <laughs> As a LeBron slash Lakers fan, LeBron being the most important thing, uh, we're good. Right, we, we got Boogie, we got AD. We, we. I mean, I like Dwight. I think, right. I think he could help, but I think he also likes to goof around and play around, and you don't know what kind of guy you're getting right. in that situation. But
1: well, I know he was just interviewed, and I forget. I wish I had it in my notes, but he was basically asked, "Are you gay?" Yeah. And he's like, "I'm not gay, and I don't." You know, everybody's gonna love and say and do whatever they want.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, and I mean, I see that as growth because before it was so weird when Memory Heard his back and then all that shit came out on Twitter, as mm, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, <laughs> I, we I'd like to believe that he's better. I just think there's so many there's so many guys out there <laughs> that are could play. You yeah. know, and like Mellow, like Dwight. Um, I know uh, Boogie was out there for a while before he like came on the team and we'll see what happens. But do you think the death of the ego is something that we're going to start seeing more of as these guys age out? Like LeBron, when is LeBron going to be like, okay – I'm going to have to do the backup. I'm going to have to be the the mentor. I'm going to have to, you know, kind of like Rondo does now.
3: I mean, I think LeBron uh, will probably never have to do that just because he's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> I, I think what LeBron has up his sleeve <laughs> is that he's going to play point guard this year, but he could switch to power forward and I think still squeeze out three, four more years of not being the primary ball handler. Like, that's my yeah, thing yeah. with LeBron. I mean, I, he, he dribbles the ball way too much. He he, You know, he just exerts way too much energy, I feel like, during the game. We're like take a back seat, let you know, let let these young dudes kinda handle that. Mm. I think that's what be great for A D with this mm. squad coming in. You know, let Caruso get his get his touches, Caruso. do whatever. Caruso he's the man. just focus on the postseason. But I think he can squeeze out. I think he'll probably be the first guy. He'll probably, you know, along with Vince to kind of play twenty two, mm. twenty three seasons, but affect effective and efficiently because he can still be that fifth man in the starting lineup, mm. you know, down the road right. and still still be effective.
1: So, even though, you know, I know some of our listeners, let's see, what is, uh, uh, oh, sorry, we have anonymous Knicks fan 922 saying, death of the ego did not work well for Kobe and MJ.
3: Yeah, What do you think about that? I mean, Kobe, Kobe still, that's, I think that's why the Lakers didn't make the playoffs for what was the five or six years before LeBron came. We'll take LeBron's one this year. you know, As a LeBron fan, we'll take that one. But Kobe was unwilling, you know, Still crippling the franchise. Look, I get it. You can get forty-eight, fifty million dollars. He deserves every penny of it. They got to work out some shit behind the scenes, like I've heard other teams do. Like, Mm -hmm. look, I'll be like, take take a little less, and we'll break you off with Mm -hmm. some movie investments or whatever it may be. So you'll get that bread on the back end. But I understand because LeBron's the same deal. Like, you know, can't take no, can't take Mm -hmm. no breaks on this. Obviously, this money is money, and it's a business. And I, I feel like he deserves it, but. You know, dudes, you know, they love themselves. Like, that's that's what this league, right. that's what the NBA does. That's, you know, that's right. why, like, football players are different. They wear helmets. You can't really tell who they are. Right. Other than, like, Tom Brady and OBJ. There's, like, you know, Baker. There's, like, 15 dudes you could probably recognize on the street. Right. Where league dudes, like, this is, you know, their face is their image. So, right. I, don't, I don't think the ego's going anywhere. I think these dudes become a lot more embracing of each other. But, you know, they're still, they're still arrogant assholes. That's that's, that's, <laughs> that's just what it is.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, I mean, that's one thing that we've talked about a lot in the past, Karen and I, is, like, how, you know, you see things with your eyes and you realize things when, like, when the 76ers were kind of celebrating every, you know, win uh, during that Raptors season or rap- Raptors series, I thought, like, that's not, you see a difference, right, in, like, a team that will celebrate every fucking win in a playoff versus, like, a team that's, like, the job isn't done until I have that trophy in my hand.
3: I mean, the Warriors probably the most <laughs> notorious For doing, you know, just celebrating every single play, overdoing it, you know, to the level of straight corniness, but they won. So literally, I mean, it's like, look, we used to always say in hoops, like, you know, if you don't want me to bust your ass, and stop me, like, that's not my my job is not to fucking. Worry about your feelings, like look, we all there's like ten dudes on the team that want one yeah. numbers. Like we see some like you know blood in the water, like some sharks. Like hey, <laughs> I need my buckets too. Like shit, right. you already got fifteen. I need to get whatever. Like so, there's no like it's no hard feelings. It's just like right. I remember high school, we beat a team by like 100 hundred one time. It's like I felt bad for the dudes, but like shit, practice harder. Like that's not on that's not on me to worry about what y'all are doing. Right. I'm trying to get y'all buckets. I, I got to get this scholarship. Like right, you know, so these dudes got to get their bread. They got to get their all star game selection All that stuff means money. You saw what happened to Clay right this year. Oh, you know, yeah, not getting. All NBA like that's that's, that like that shit that's like forty million that hurts that hurts I lost like fifty dollars one time (laughs) as like a fifteen year old at Weiner (laughs) Schnitzel. And still remember that shit, how much it hurt to lose that 50. How like,
1: how much do you think it hurts AD that that $4 million for Kawhi never came to fruition?
3: That's what I feel like. They got some shit cracking sure. on the back end where it won't. Okay. Like, look, like, like the four. Like, I know, especially in Cali, people don't realize, like, the gift tax anyway on that. Like, mm. he, he would have got, like, literally, like, yeah. over two of that eaten away right away. So it wasn't like it was really a $4 million bonus waived but he'll get that back it's for it ain't yeah. that's not you know That's not 30 40 like that's you know they'll 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 sort that out i'm sure he's getting a nice check for the space jam too he's getting <laughs> something extra laced in his taco tuesdays like you know
1: i saw that he was invited yeah. into the crib for taco tuesday yeah
3: lebron is a is Ooh. a different dude he's a legend
1: he's really he's like we're going to build it around you like, uh, you
3: know. He had AD there. He also had this kid, Dior Johnson, who I believe is a freshman coming in. He was, like, yeah. one of the best freshmen in the country. <laughs> it was like, LeBron, honestly, the level of finessing. He, like, he came to L.A. and obviously he was trying to get his entertainment bag, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like he was going to neglect the hoops. Like, right. he knows what he was walking into. And that was my biggest fear. Like, yo, sign with the Clippers. You don't got to deal with that shit. Yeah. Like, he didn't get Kawhi. We weren't really tripping. Kawhi was just the icing on the cake. A lot of people mm-hmm. thought, like, that was devastating. Mm-hmm. Then within, like, two hours, the Lakers had a fully fortified roster. Got boogie like I me. Mean, it was right. just like not really tripping. Like Kawhi is cool, like, but the Clippers are the Clippers. I was a long time Clipper fan, I know what that I know,
1: means. I know. We're gonna get into that in your origin stories. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so it looks like you know the, the ego is gonna stay and it sustains these guys. And well, you know, that we'll see, we'll see on the court, we'll see it in this season. We'll see if even Dwight gets. Placed anywhere?
3: Dwight don't get picked up. He's he. That's just, that. That's crazy thing. Well, that Lakers thing was probably like five, six years ago. He's only like in his early thirties. Yeah, that's sad to me. Like I feel like he could still yeah. hoop, but at one point he was supposed to be like the next yeah. dude, and now you know, chalk the ch- shoulders no more.
1: I will never forget that All Star game where the weekend where he wore the cape, and did that dunk over the car. Was that in yeah. L A.? Am I tripping?
3: I, <sighs> where was that? I don't
1: remember. Yeah, that was in L A. That was. Yeah. Oof. Even worse. That was a good, yeah. But that was, yeah, you're right. Era Parent had that go. Well, I mean, and just a, a tangent for that, Zion, my hot take is that he's going to be a bust. Oof. What? I, Did I, what?
3: I've heard, I've heard, honestly, yeah. I've heard people I mean, say that. What do you think?
1: What do you think, Karen? Do you think he's going to be a bust?
0: Well, what is it? He has a bum knee right now or ankle, so he's out of summer league? I mean, already? Baby, you young. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know. I know.
1: My thing is, I agree. I think I, the fact that he didn't play in Summer League because of a bruised knee to me, it, he has natural talent, yeah. but I think with any natural talent, you need to have someone that's going to be able to focus that and train that. Yep. And hopefully the Pelicans have
2: that
3: yeah.
1: for him. Think, and he's around a bunch of young people, I think too. the
3: Pelicans were just scared. I mean, not scared, but, you know, look, he's like your high commodity. Obviously, he's the best thing to come out of New Orleans since the juvenile and the Hot boys and little Wayne <laughs> and that <laughs> whole crew. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it just has a lot of pressure on him. So, I think he, caught, he probably could have played. Like, you, you saw him in the subsequent mm-hmm. games, chilling on the bench, making shots from from the chair, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I like Zion. Believe me, I, I love what he did in college. I'm curious to see how his body translates. Right cuz he feels like he kind of has that Charles Barkley but even like a beastlier like yeah. type yeah. of feel with it you know you got to get the jumper right but yeah. I, that game he did play before the earthquake like yo yeah, he yeah. was he was doing work. Obviously, the jumper was broke, but that's to be expected. It's right. your first NBA game. and yeah. You're in Vegas. You know, you might have hit the buffet a little too hard. People don't know about yeah. that Vegas buffet-itis. Like, I played AAU ball. Like, that's a real, like, you, you see? It's like 50 different stations. Like, you know, how, like, I was at the Encore a couple of weeks ago. Like, woo.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, I'm that's putting in work. So, that's I know true. he is. That's true. I know. And I know, like, a lot of people say, like, I think it was Paul George that said he had to change his entire diet. Like, yeah. one day, the... The chips just – the the Doritos just hit him. Yeah. And he's like, if I'm going to be an elite <laughs> athlete, exactly. I actually have to eat like one, and these Doritos got to go in the trash.
3: I forget who – somebody else got spotted eating like – I think it was Ja Moran maybe eating like some chili fries. in the Oh, stand. yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. And, he got clown for that.
3: dudes will slander and, and, you. Yeah. And he might have joked back, but I think what you – you look at the guys like LeBron, you look mm. at the guys like Kobe and, and what these – how much these guys put into what they eat and what yeah. their body – Minus an occasional taco Tuesday, right. I'm sure the tacos were all organic and, <laughs> and whatever he They're was putting freshly in. killed. Yeah. But you kind of learn that as you get. Cause- because when we were yeah. pl- we, we came up growing up, like you, you know, if you played AAU ball, you were eating at a McDonald's or a Burger mm-hmm. King. That's just what it was mm-hmm. in between games. But you like, mm-hmm. you know, you, as you got older, it's like, y'all don't want that heavy feel. I got to right. really kind of figure this out. Right. And these dudes are spending a lot of money now to, to do that. So I think for mm-hmm. Zion, he'll 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 get it together. I'm curious to see how that that New Orleans scene, yeah. will impact him. New yeah. Orleans is probably one of my least favorite cities. Just really. I mean, people get way too lit there, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, look, know what you can handle. Like, know, right. like I'm walking down Bourbon Street, and maybe it's just because it was, like, a touristy deal, yeah. but everybody's sloppy, drunk. Like, Yeah, it's bad. I just hate when people like, look, you don't need those three beers because they're six bucks. Like, just take <laughs> one. It's okay. Like, there's more beer in the world. Like, just take the yeah, one. Yeah. You don't got to, like, prove anything to anybody. You're good.
1: It's definitely excess yeah. there. Definitely so excess. So we'll
3: see. He's yeah. young. Like, you know, obviously... He loves women, as we've seen from kind of the stories stories that have been released. That's right, that's right. We'll see what's cracking.
1: Well, also, I mean, he's around a very young squad, you know. I mean, they're they're more tenured because they've already played a couple seasons in the NBA, but they're still very young.
3: And they're coming from L.A., so I imagine they would like to turn up. I know Josh Harden, B.I. and that crew, Lonzo, obviously, like, I think. But when they made that trade, I was honestly hurt because I thought LeBron should have – You know, I was on the fence. I thought those guys were about ready to have a breakthrough. Obviously, you got to keep Kuzma. We'll see. I have this vision of, like, the Pelicans beating the Lakers in the playoffs (laughs) at some point, but I just – I don't – because, look, they got a crew. Like, that's – like, with Drew holiday over – like, that's like a –
1: Yeah, they're contenders. They're definitely big-time contenders. And I'm just hoping that Zion doesn't – you know, that he's nurtured well. Because even Charles Barkley said, I don't think he's fat. Yeah. You know, I just think – he's like – Charles Barkley was like, I was fat. Yeah. You know, he was 300 pounds, but, like, he doesn't see that same.
3: The dude is just honestly one of the huffest, like, I don't, you know, you're just a specimen you've never seen even in high mm-hmm. school. You're looking like, who's this motherfucking defensive <laughs> tackle, right. defensive end that's, you know, running up and down the court. And, you know, literally for his athleticism, it's just something we haven't seen. So right. it'll be interesting to see how his body holds up throughout the season. I know that was an article that was just dropped about just kind of all these guys playing all these AAU games and how their bodies are wearing down. And yeah.
1: How- yeah, actually, they're. Looking, I think they're going to talk about that in on Courtside Radio, which is tomorrow's show. Okay. So, yeah, they're going to break down the article. Well, sorry,
3: Courtside. You know, we're, not, we're, not, we're not really stepping on your toes. We're just bringing up the news.
2: But, I mean, you just see. So, I'm,
3: I'm curious to see how Zion's body holds up. Right. I think he'll be all right. Look, they're investing millions and millions of dollars in him. They'll get him what he needs. It's just a matter of can he buy in. You never know when these kids get, you know, you go from zero to, you know, I'm sure he didn't have zero. I'm sure he's getting laced lightly, but, you know, yeah. to, to 30, 40 million dollars. How do you respond? Like when you don't have to do shit because you're so rich. Like how do you, you know, still wake up and want to grind?
1: It'll it'll be interesting. It's so I think it's so all of this is so interesting going into next season. What's
3: the most exciting from like a LA from a micro level? How cracking LA is going to be at literally every single level of hoops from Sierra Canyon Mm -hmm. all the way up to the Mm -hmm. Lakers and Clippers. But really? every like once that Westbrook deal went through with Houston, it, like like I was joking with my boo, and it was literally like mm. that's like the fourth or fifth biggest story, and these are literally two former yeah. MVPs, and everybody at that point we just had fatigue, like yo, enough, like I we can't deal with this any more blockbuster <laughs> shit. Like
1: I straight up was like I can't, like and then uh, we I heard I was like okay we're done, and then the Russell Westbrook thing came yeah. out, and I'm like holy shit, yeah. Yeah. like how much more?
3: It was just like yo, we have it's <laughs> like when you turn up with your friends, you super turn somebody's like have one more shot, I can't. <laughs> Like, I mean, look, I know it's whatever <laughs> the most expensive liqueur ever, but I just like I'm cool like, yeah. it's too yeah, much it's
1: too much, it's too much well, I'm um, yeah, it's super exciting going into the season, and pretty much the whole. A breakup of super teams now you know Kawhi was thanos and snapped his finger and yeah. was like done we are now have order in the world so that's always good um cool so i we also like to talk about the wnba here are you a fan do you watch
3: i look i used to, to shit on and hate the WNBA back in the day and that was when i was more narrow-minded and ignorant i think i've definitely as i've gotten older have a lot more respect for the league and what these women are doing and, and the strides they're taking. So. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. Like, look, I won't, I won't just say absurd shit, but I'm definitely supportive of it. I hope right. the league is able to work. I like, I mean, you know, you look at the, uh, like the ABL, I believe that came out before and mm-hmm. the other leagues that weren't able to sustain. It's yeah. like, I appreciate what the NBA is doing and how guys like LeBron and Kobe and these guys are really going above and beyond. And I want to see the league flourish because I'm just a big fan of hoops. So when, yeah. when the NBA goes away, it's like the perfect time. Like yeah. you just want to watch basketball. And think about women; they they play much more fundamental than men. Yep. They play a lot smarter. Like so, it's just yep. a much it's a different type of game to watch. And as yeah. a as a youngster, I used to be naive about that and not appreciate and respect it. But like those, they go hard as fuck. Yeah. Like let's just be real. Like yeah. they, they bust their ass, work just as hard as the men do. And it's nice to see the strides that their leagues taking in terms of growth, in terms of money. And I, I want to see a lockout at some point. They're like, I want them but to understand I, that the, should happen. the value that they have. And like the mm-hmm. NBA got to break bread. And yeah. I think the thing that, that bothers me about sports is sometimes people get the message mixed up. And it wasn't like, oh, we want to be paid what the men are paid. We just want to be yeah. a paid a percentage similar to the, the percentage the men are getting. Yeah. But if you follow the, if you look at the NBA and come compared to the NBA and kind of how those leagues have grown, mm-hmm. I feel like they're a lot more advanced than what the, the NBA was. Like I saw something recently. One of the teams had to like, I think, like, their charter got snowed out or whatever, so oh, they had yeah. to do all this yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, I think it was,
1: this, was it Seattle Storm? It was someone who was at, was a West Coast Yeah, yeah, team.
3: And they had well, to, like, they had to, make, go go DC, the they had to make... Go from D.C. The Lynx. They had to make a trip, and it's, and, and it's kind of like, I saw some buzz on social, like, well, you know, the NBA dudes weren't like that, but it's like, look, if you look at the NBA and it's, like, 10th or 12th year way back in the day, like, these dudes were, you know, mm, they, weren't tra- they weren't, like, chartered flights and whatever, they literally were fair. flying Delta, yes. like... I'm saying, you know, they were literally in, in janky buses, right. like, you know, my pops played at that time. Right. It wasn't at the you know, there was there was a lot of bread getting broken, mm-hmm. but you know, games weren't even on TV, where really. they were tape delayed games and shit. So right. to see where their league is at and literally from day one I feel like they've been, you know, prime time games and mm. you know, a, a solid slate, like the league's gonna continue to grow and I think right. You know, people look at football and other sports and whatever and just how, how dangerous they are. So, I, I love the growth that basketballs had across the board. Right. So, I'm rocking with the WMES. That's great. Long story short. <laughs> and the no. tickets are cheap as shit. That's, like, my favorite. You can go to a Sparks game oh, and get a I suite know. for, like, 50 bucks. Are you bucks. kidding me? Like, like
1: we, just, we took our, uh, uh, my nephew to, his, to the Staples Center for the first time to yeah. go see the Sparks play. And he loved it. He was, like – because, again – if you are like basketball, you're going to like all basketball. You yeah. will just watch basketball. Exactly. And this is our first season watching and covering the WNBA because, I, you know, we were like, fuck, what, why don't we? Yeah. You know, why haven't we? And so we made the conscious effort to be like, and we, and I think, Karen, you and I are pretty honest when we're like, we just don't, we're not going to watch that when we don't like it. You know? Yeah. We, we tend to be like, we're not going to force ourselves into something just because. Right. It's not authentic. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. But I think once we started getting into it, we are just like, wow. And then also just, um, you know, Karen is very passionate about equal pay. And that's like been a big thing. And we both are. But Karen's like done a lot of research. And she was talking a lot about the uh, United States women's uh, national team and their equal pay. So we always follow that as a narrative in the WNBA um, because we think it's just something that we should highlight always um when we talk about it because you're right you know they do have they have to get somewhere you know it's it's getting there and we're definitely seeing the forward momentum but it's also helped if people that have certain platforms can talk about it you know and so that's kind of what we want to we want to provide when we talk about the WNBA, so. First off, the All-Star Weekend is coming up in Las Vegas on the 27th is the game, and it's like weekends like 26th and 27th, and I'm so happy that we have two LA Sparks, Chelsea Gray, who is the god, um, as a starting guard, and then uh, Neka Aguam. Wimke always mess
2: up her name yeah, that's,
3: um, yeah that's I've cool. seen it probably like a thousand times on social and it's like I wish that you know sometimes you just see names like Yo, I'm, I'm like Giannis it took me oh, Cooper, yeah. I can finally <laughs> say it after like five six seven years You're like right. hearing my dad say it enough but
1: yeah I like actually find like do that google thing where it's like you say the word and then you have him hear it yeah. you know it's just like I'm like okay, am I saying this right um She's going to be a reserve and then uh, the uh, front court reserve. But Candace Parker is did not make the list, which some people were upset about. But I'm like, she entered the season injured. She didn't really play. So I don't I don't know. I I guess I'm not someone who thinks like you should just automatically be on the the all star team just because you're a known name. I mean, how do you feel about that? Like. I just think, like, Candace Parker, like, you didn't play, like, half the season. And- like,
3: I, I, I like, it's like what the NBA did this year with uh, Dirk and D-Wade. Right. And I, I, I appreciate and understand their contribution to the game. But there's been tons of dudes who've had similar situations. So my thing is always, like, where do, where does it stop? Like, you, if you're doing it for them, then, you know, down right. the road, like, it's going to be an issue now. And yeah. I get it. Like, they should have did something to honor those guys, maybe honorary coaches, whatever, whatever. But... There's tons of dudes that bust their ass to be All-Stars. And like I said, there's financial implications attached to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know
3: we're creating extra roster spots, and it was like a cool, cute thing to do. But it's also like, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm not not a fan of having, you know, just because you're a name or a known. I get that there should be some respect there. But at the same time, like... I know there was a big thing because Rudy Gobert didn't make. Yeah. And he was very upset. Yeah. And he cried. Yeah. And.
3: <laughs> and look. look now <laughs> <everyone> just preface. Everybody <laughs> on him. I'll preface this. Like I clown a lot of dudes on Twitter about I have the utmost respect for him. But these jokes ain't gonna get themselves off. Like I get it's it's basically like a locker room culture. Like, you know, we used to clown each other all the time right. back in the day. It's like I get clowned too, and I'm sensitive as fuck, so I get clowned and be like, damn, my motherfuckers clowning me, dog. But it's like, wait, I, I fucking clown everybody all day. So right. I can't I can't say shit. But just long story short, I got the utmost respect for these dudes. But right. when he it's like, look, bro, it's the same thing with Joel and B. like yeah. Warrior competitor, like heartfelt moment but you're getting fucking clown. <laughs> like I've cried after losing games before, but thankfully I didn't live in an age of social media where right. I would just get slandered, but I, I would expect <laughs> to be slandered yeah. if I did that currently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got, they got the slander and, um, it was, uh, hopefully Candace Parker is probably like, thank God I can rest and yeah. not get injured. Um, so that I was really excited though, to see Chelsea gray. Cause she's so good. Like I've just, I've been, as I've started watching this, she's been, I've, just become such a fan of hers. And I think she is so like what she does in the game is incredible. Her yeah. passing skills are like beyond. Um, let's see what else? So, one thing we do want to touch out on um I know we talked about the equal pay. We had a um a fan reach out to me in my personal Instagram wanting to know uh, because we did talk about equal pay in the last episode. She wanted to know why should the WNBA NBA players get equal pay if they don't pull in the same as NBA and she was willing to like she's like can't I'm she said she was trying to find articles and could I you know send her some articles that she could read so she could understand that and that's actually a big that's what a lot of people say
2: yeah
1: is like why should you get paid why should they get paid more if they're not pulling in the same revenue
3: that's what I'm saying. It's it's more of just a percentage situation. Right. I mean, you see the same thing with the U.S. women's soccer team. Like, at the end of the day, like, you know, there's bread. There's tons of money being made. They got TV deals. They got distribution. Right. Increase the bread a little bit. Yeah. I felt the same way about the G League. Yeah. Like, you got the NBA making these you know, ridiculous salaries. Like, take care of these dudes so they don't have to go abroad and do whatever. Same thing with the women. I know they make a lot more money right. overseas now than they do in America. It's like, let's yeah. change that. Let's 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 have the respect. And I, f- I feel like the league is growing. I think it's a tough situation when you're basically, you've got the NBA always lurking. Like, you're, pl- you're playing games in these big arenas that, you know, you'd probably be better in the intimate space, but it right. is what it is. Like, But I think as they keep figuring it out, like, you know, the games are intense, they're fun to watch. I feel like the league will keep generating revenue. You know, if, if dudes like LeBron, like I said, LeBron and Kobe and right. Melo and all these type of guys are showing up at games supporting, like, I think, you know, there's a reason for that. Like, LeBron doesn't generally do shit. Right you know this is LeBron like he he don't do shit unless he wants to Right. and I really feel like it's genuine on their part because you know when even I was at UCLA I used to watch the women's team like they practice hard as fuck like they play hard like Right. Even now, like, you know, they even now the women's team is putting out a better product than the men's team has over right. the past few years. Like, they deserve the support.
1: Well, I've always thought, too, like, I mean, to your point, talking about LeBron and I've seen Trey Young yeah. go to some Sparks game and yeah. these guys. And there has been criticism saying, like, ooh, we can only, like, highlight uh, the, the men." NBA players at these games, you know, we, yeah. you know, that's why aren't we showing? Cause there were some, like, I think Brittany Griner went to a game and no one like mentioned that she was in the stands during the telecast. Yeah, 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 I, remember that. I remember that. So things like that. Um, so there has been some criticism. So I think they're trying to course correct that and yeah. like, you know, talk about that as well. Um, but I also think, I mean, I've said this in the past and I, th- I feel like there's so much money being left on the table that as anybody who's a good business person would say like, yep. there's fucking money to be made here. Yeah. Well, I think that's you know?
3: <laughs> like, at the end of the day, the NBA okay. didn't, didn't invest all the resources and money into that league because they didn't think, you know, cause they wanted right. to lose money. Like, they, you know, they, they see yeah. the value in it and obviously they're growing. And I know they have a plan. And like I said, that league is now with like 10, 12 years mm-hmm. old. So right. just even the strides they've made as, in the 12 years, like if you, I think if you compare that to the NBA in, in a similar fashion, obviously it was a different time period. But I would say it's very, you know, very online and on pace with right. kind of what they're doing. So we'll see where it right. goes. But like, you know, I, I mean, look, I think like you got women dunking now. You've got yeah. like crazy shit, you know, stuff that you know now is becoming more commonplace. Where I feel like you know I'll be excited like five to ten years from now when it's just like, oh great, she dunked on somebody else. But right. like, it's just like, <laughs> all right, we're okay. We, we you know like, but I you know mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel like dunk is always weird because it's like the gold standard of what people look at for basketball, yeah. but. I mean the goal is to score more points than the other team. So obviously we're in an offense driven world, but if if you win one zero, that's still a win. Like right. you, know, you know.
1: Well, just some numbers really quick to throw out here. Um the min the twenty eighteen WNBA minimum salary average was forty one thousand, and then wow. the max was a hundred and fifteen thousand. And then the NBA minimum salary average is is eight hundred and forty thousand and the max is seven point four million and this is for guys that maybe just never even play a game. Okay. So you got someone like a Candace Parker making less than two hundred thousand dollars and someone like a Jeremy Lin, well he might have played one or two games yeah. making like seven point five dollars Couple minutes
3: but it's I mean a situation. Look, look I mean you look how much revenue the NBA generates and that's True. why there'll, there'll be another lockout coming soon. It's I like hope so you know, we look at guys like, like Steph or these guys. We're looking, everybody's like bashing CP3 now for, for the deal that he signed mm-hmm. that was given to him. It's like, no, nah, he's, he's worth that money. Like whether they don't know how to use it or whatever. Like right. if somebody's paying him 40 million, they, that means they have a lot more. You know, if they're paying whatever, whatever is what, 130 million on the salary cap, they have bread. So. Yeah. It used to be a world where, like, people supported the owners, and it's like, why are you gonna support the owners against the labor? Like, you deal with the same shit at your own company, where you've got these bosses, like, like, nobody says shit about the fucking, you know, the golden parachutes (laughs) and 100 million, 200 million, like, on the entertainment side, I don't know, motherfuckers making, like, 50, 60 million. Like, there's been all this outcry from Disney. It's like, you got all the top six executives making 20, 30 million dollars. And you can't, you can't bump up the, the wage, you know, for, for the lower people. So I think it works across the board. So everybody used to look at the athletes like, how dare you complain? And it's like, well, nobody's buying the fucking owner's jersey. They're buying the LeBron jersey. They're buying the AD jersey. They're buying what I'm not, you know, I'm not just buying a plain Lakers jersey. Some people do that. You know, you can get it at Marshalls or whatever, but (laughs) for the most part, like I'm buying that jersey because of what Shaq and Kobe and, Jerry West and Magic and all these guys have done so why not reward the labor by you yeah. know paying them sufficiently I feel the same way with the WNBA because somebody like Candace Parker she's been instrumental mm-hmm. in making that league more marketable for a male audience that you're going to n- need to help come in to help boost rating and do right. all that shit like believe me like five, ten years ago you know what like the stigma like how we looked at uh, that yeah. you know? like yeah. well, like oh yeah. yeah you know what I mean to now it's like 100%. courtside like I'm fuck you know Yeah, I'm, I'll go I mean I'm trying to go to a game all year I'm, I'm going to hit one up it's like look <laughs> Like them Laker tickets are ridiculous. I can get, no. I, can, I can rock with the Sparks prices.
1: Yeah, no, you can't. Oh, um, anonymous Knicks fan says, uh, let's see, what is he saying? Walt Clyde Frazier talks about how they had to share hotel rooms. Yeah. Okay.
3: I, I mean, it was, but it's like we look at the NBA and the league the way it is now. Like I mm-hmm. talked to my pops. He was around in the '70s. Mm-hmm. It was a little better, but they were flying commercial. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like these dudes had charter planes and all the shit that we see now. Right. Like they were staying at janky hotels. They weren't. It wasn't like elite. Have, have, as we make it in our mind now so right. that's what, even why I would say for the WNBA is like look you guys are a lot further ahead than when where the men were at in a similar situation so I understand you see them kind of right. balling out and traveling luxuriously but it's like let's Let's work on that cuz just to be real if I was more business savvy I'd be like look I don't like save that money on the fucking <laughs> charter flight yeah, right. and give me more bread on my contract like I'm I'm perfectly fine flying Southwest for some of these basic games. Right. And if we got to go cross country or whatever then we can charter but like right. just give me that bread like that's, that's how it used to be like Right. I don't need this baller ass hotel room like <laughs> I can go stay at the, the fucking uh, Motel 6 just give me that price difference I'm good
1: <laughs> um, and he uh, anonymous Knicks fan also said Jeremy Lin made 12 million last year wow wow, wow. <laughs> uh, and on that note we're gonna be shifting some gears it. that was pretty much our uh, social around the horn. I mean there's always we always like, tend There's to so bring more stuff up, and I probably skipped over, but I think we want to get into the meat and potatoes. I think uh, Josiah is sufficiently warmed up I'm now. i ready to do it. He's ready to give us uh, some of his uh, knowledge here. I think we're ready to dive in. Yes.
3: Let's Excited. do
1: it. All right. <laughs> so... We've had here Josiah Johnson, our special guest. He sent me this long bio, but I'm just going to pick out the things that highlight. It was like
3: four solid sentences, but that's like my (laughs) go-to universal bio.
1: I hope you liked what I did with your uh, picture and everything. I was
3: honestly looking. I was like, damn, this is probably the most elaborate shit I've seen For a pod I've been on. Like, you cut the hair. I'm like, okay, damn. Y'all, uh, I, y'all made me look good. I appreciate it.
1: I have definitely been upping my uh, Photoshop skills on, like, some, like, fake Photoshop app that okay. I just downloaded. And
3: Honestly, that's that was always the thing that set me back even in my blogging days is, like, <laughs> Cause I would, I would do like super basic ass, like in, in Google fucking, I don't even like Google sheets or some shit, right but there would be like, you know, I'd have to get, I couldn't cut any assets out. So I'd have to get everything already fucking done. Like I'd have to get the PNG of the head for it to be fucking good. But now look nowadays and what people are doing is like, damn, I was doing this fucking shit 10 years ago. Uh. Like, all you're doing is just putting the head on top of it. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times they're not even like sinking the lip movements. Like, I was doing this shit 10 years ago. Where's yeah. my check?
1: I would say like the most advanced and I'll and I'll get to your bio, but I just you know, Savvy um, amazing. Yeah, Savvy,
3: yeah. Savvy's a fucking legend. He
1: puts like the face on his face to yeah. me. like he does Martin Luther King Jr. yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does uh, yeah. magic. That's crazy shit.
3: I was doing that for a voices. second. I was doing that, and but I was like, "Ooh, I don't want to play." That's that's like I felt like that was the devil's magic right there. <laughs> like this shit was like I have seen and now now when I see, because they just did the one like the Lakers, uh, the Family Matters. Sports,
1: oh, I saw like, that just, one.
3: Yeah, and was just that like Ooh, that's yeah, like or, or the Kawhi like over the magic face, and it's like yeah. I mean I know we can do that. It's like some Jurassic right. Park shit. Just because we can do it, don't mean that you. we should. Don't we
1: just la- do it. Yeah, we mm-hmm. just laid. I just laid into the face app earlier yeah, in the yeah. pod, because i'm
3: like no that's the devil but see look I, I was the same boat but then i saw a bunch of people's counter arguments like kev on stage and a couple other people and it's literally like you, you we're all tripping about the fucking face or facial recognition you got facebook instagram you got yeah. driver's license you got you know literally every you get every fucking bit of your information out on every other thing truth. and now we're like oh we can't we can't take it like they can't go on your ig and be like oh truth
1: <laughs> truth and i and Literally, Amazon could create another me at this. For point. sure, they have. I will give them all my identities, like, like everything. They
3: know shit like before you know it. Like, exactly. I'm like, I don't. But actually, maybe damn, I, maybe I do want this. Like, wow, exactly, you, you're absolutely right. I do feel like uh, <laughs> I.
1: I definitely. I. I was more. I more hated it because of the fact that why would anyone want to age themselves and look that gross like yeah. i look i was saying i look like the abuelita from coco i'm I <laughs> gonna post that shit no i'm trying to do desperately spending millions of dollars on moisturizer just to make sure i never look that old yeah, for so sure. i was like hells no but um going back to yes your bio and we'll put aside my photoshop skills for a little bit um i picked out some good stuff i said producer creator mm-hmm. king of the internet i've done all that okay that's all realistic all realistic um let's see here you've produced and created and directed content for comedy central um your legends of chamberlain heights yeah animated show yeah okay you also uh write and voice two of the characters
3: I've, I, and I ended up doing, uh, probably closer to like five to six to seven. Okay. There's a little secret about animation that people don't know. Like, I thought when I was like, Oh, I'm doing two, two main characters. I'm getting two checks. Like, that's, that's two different <laughs> things. They were like, No, playboy.
2: Nope.
3: Nope, for, nope. nope. You can do up to four for the price of one. And then we would come back in and do re-record so okay. I could do four more voices. In addition, so I ended okay. up doing like seven to eight. I think eight was like the max okay. before they had to give me another check. So that's what they would always <laughs> like, oh, you could do eight. So I, like literally every episode, if you really listen, like you'll hear me doing like random auxiliary characters. Just like, okay, that yeah. Okay. If it sounds like Josiah, is me. It's me.
1: I I watched the I've watched some of the episodes and I'm I knew right away that you were Milk and um, Grover. Yeah, I could tell right away. But I had taught I we had talked at work like we're our for previous sure. office so I knew um okay so also you I I have you here for um Complex and Yahoo Sports you created or helped to create and produce the mostly
3: football I was supervising producer I didn't create the show because okay. I, right. I don't want nobody at Yahoo showing right. my career, trying right. to fight me <laughs> uh <I was> supervising <laughs> producer and then I was, was head sketch comedy writer on there as well so okay. oversaw the sketches along my buddy Sean Keegan right. and Bob Lipton who's uh was our uh showrunner like yeah. oversaw all that shit. We had a, we had a small crew, but we went hard. Yeah, in the paint.
1: I know. Um, I believe anonymous Knicks fan nine two two loved your uh, mellow wafer yeah. thing. Mellow's yeah, mellow's loved that. He watched that. He <laughs> cra- he's like that's his favorite, one of his favorite skits.
3: That was I think one. I think that might have been our highest performing video on social. But literally, like that was one. Like you always struggle to stay ahead of head of ahead of topics. Yeah. But I knew like we knew that mellow was going to get stretched. It was just a matter of when. So I think the show, the show aired on Thursdays. I want to say that news broke maybe on Wednesday. Okay. Like, woe's dropped the bomb, but we yeah. had the video already ready. So I just I just slid it, slid it right down this thing. It's like, yep. Perfect timing. There you have it.
1: Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Um, and then I also see um, you've done, you've worked with uh, Bleacher Report, NFL Network, Fox Sports. Um, Attention yeah. and Uninterrupted.
3: Yeah, I'm currently at Attention right now. Okay. Uh, a producer over there just working on sketch comedy, but more like mm-hmm. social issue driven stuff. and. Mm-hmm kind of flipping everything on his ass and right. taking looks. At, I was there before I went over to Complex and Yahoo, then they, they let me come back. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, so just been doing a lot more different stuff. It's kind of like a nice balance. Like, I feel like... I'm like NBA Twitter and that, like people mm-hmm. like see me and they're like, Oh, you're the voiceover guy. Like literally, that's like the least of my revenue streams. <laughs> like I'll do that while yeah. I'm producing show. Like, like it was funny when I was doing mostly football at Yahoo, I really started ramping up the voiceover stuff. So I would go dip off for like four or five minutes. Wow. And that's why I tell people I, I always, I do that because I was looking at guys like Savvy and DJ Michi Meach yeah. and like super talented motherfuckers like, Oh, this is, this is fun. Like I literally have a voiceover background. Right. So as I'm, I learned how to fucking rip videos off, of, off the internet and kind of do all that other shit that I right. didn't know how to do that would kind of would hamper me from doing it but it's like I can go duck off for five minutes turn this video around within a ten minute window so I'm not really fucking up any of my regular work and this thing can do five hundred thousand to two million I think I had one that did like three million views and it's like, I can go do that in 10 minutes. Right. So, so I was getting, it was weird. I was getting like a lot of hate in like February and March. Cause people was like, I was, I was going to the well too much. I feel like, uh, okay, like, I, you know, we got to the point where I get just <laughs> overboard it. Cause I could literally watch a video live and do voices. Okay. So it was like, it took like one minute. So as sure. I'm watching the game, like I can go drop this shit in literally yeah. three minutes. Right. But then some of them weren't as good as they <laughs> needed to be. And people definitely let me know about it. Literally. Like i never got more death threats than I, than I have for literally doing voiceover videos.
1: Oh Which man. just shows you
3: that the scope of losers on the internet, yeah. but but what I would say yeah. is like those things take ten minutes, whether they hit or or flop, it don't mean right. it, it took ten fucking minutes right. right, so the reward is is much better than the you know than failing like right, right. like you know it's like, yeah, hey, it took ten minutes great, I don't get the shit does one view like it took ten minutes right, right? you just know? put it out just exactly. put
1: it out, just put it out so what what is what is your origin story like what are tell our listeners like what is the Josiah origin story,
3: so I think it all started um. I want to say probably like in the summer of 1981 when Marcus and Johnson Johnson met met each other, smashed (laughs) it out. Uh, unprotected nine months later in april of 1982 I, I came to this earth but uh so background is like my, my dad played in the nba for 10 years so i grew up obviously just just immersed in sports and uh, i was able to see he, he suffered like a devastating neck injury when i was young oh, wow. he was playing with the clippers that's why i'm a clipper fan mm. but i've literally spent a lot of time just in the nba in the basketball world my older brother chris played at ucla mm. won a national championship as oh. did my dad when he was there i think they were the first father and son duo to do that at the same school so, tried to follow in his footsteps, learned, I had a pretty good high school career, but when I got to college, I learned pretty quickly, like, yo, this probably, this ain't it, chief, as the kids like to say nowadays. So I'm probably gonna have to figure out some other shit. So instead of, you know, going overseas and kind of making crumbs to, to be a, a, a vagabond and journeyman, I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm a, Really, I've always been fascinated and interested in the entertainment industry, even as a kid. I was taking, like, film classes with Jason Schwartzman and oh, other people. Wow. He was fucking writing scripts wow. as, like, a 11-, 12-year-old. Like, wow. people don't realize how talented this dude. Like, he was literally fucking writing scripts. that we, I was, like, co-starring in, like, student films with him as, like, 11- cool. and 12-year-olds. But he was, like, running a tight set. and Like, <laughs> like his mom was obviously heavy in the game, and his dad was a big-time producer. But yeah. he wasn't, like, fucking around. Like, <laughs> if you can imagine, like, an 11-year-old kid operating as, like, a 30-year-old man. Wow. So, I was doing that I always yeah. had a fascination and love with the, with the entertainment industry and trying to figure out my lane. After college, started working over at the NFL Network as a PA. was able, I worked there for 10 years, rise up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Then, from there, was able to do shows with Showtime, Jim Rome on Showtime, what I did for four seasons. And while I was at NFL Network, I actually started a, a website called Jersey Chaser, okay. where I was literally like, as an athlete, I used to always see athletes get shit on. And it was literally like, I remember like around this time, like Reggie Bush, had had to like give up his Heisman because literally, and I'm just thinking, like, look, like I went to UCLA and we used to fuck with Reggie. Like, we used to love Reggie Bush. Like, yeah. you know, like all those five jerseys you used to see around LA, it wasn't because of fucking SC. <laughs> so, but I always, I came through with another perspective where mm-hmm. I was more supportive of the athletes and kind of just show people mm-hmm. a different light. So I'm super excited now to see how the world has shifted and changed to kind of give these guys more respect right. and not kind of look at them with that slave mentality that I think mm-hmm. used to happen. Like, you should just be happy to be, you know, doing this or whatever. Yeah, right. So after, after Showtime, or I, I did, um, The website, Jersey Chaser, got the attention of a couple guys who worked in the animation industry, Mm. and we would do a bunch of funny off-kilter parody videos, and we did these Kobe LeBron puppet YouTube videos Mm. back in 2009 when everybody thought they were going to play each other. Uh, didn't end up happening, but we did this raunchy ass remix of it that literally just shat all over Kobe, which wasn't really fashionable <laughs> at that time. But even Kobe fans were like, oh, God, this shit is funny. Like, yeah. yo, we, we, we fuck with y'all. all right. So got the attention of a couple guys, was able to to parlay that into a TV show for Comedy Central based on my, me and my buddies, Quinn and Ike. Uh, we played at UCLA together and sat on the end of the bench. So it was based on our experiences okay. there. That's, that's where Legends comes from. Okay and then we decided to make it about high school just because that was more relatable like mm. you know every human being hasn't really played college basketball a lot more people mm. have played high school but we got two seasons from Comedy Central from that uh, unfortunately show got canceled mm. I, I, I like to say it's not canceled it's just like on a, a, a long term hiatus like right? we just you know I feel like all these like boondocks and all this shit coming back yeah. I think like the thing, especially like to see the rise of NBA Twitter. Like right. I feel like that show is just a couple of years before its time. Right. Because nowadays, like literally, like the lowest news on the NBA Twitter totem polls getting millions oh, and yeah. millions and millions of impressions. But
1: yeah, I was going to ask oh, yeah. you about that for your for legends and and now thinking about how we're looking at old stuff or how we how we're looking or what we're wanting now that more voices are and more perspectives are coming into media you yeah. know you have Ava DuVernay you have yeah. like so many more people of color vida the woman who does vida which is a show that yeah. i fucking love on stars um that you know i think i cuz i've watched a few episodes i watched some yeah. episodes recent just you know for yeah. the interview to like kind of just do some um research and i could see how at the time that it came out yeah. people would be like what the fuck is this?
3: And the thing about that show is like, it was so like, what the fuck is this? That I think it turned a lot of people off before they even started. But we had such a fucking talented crew. You mentioned Ava. Mm -hmm. So one of the creators on our show is a guy named Michael Starberry who actually voiced the character of Malik. But he uh, co-wrote uh, the Emmy-nominated episode of When They See Us with her, the, oh, I think the wow. final one. Wow, but just to show you how fucking talent, like yeah. we had, like him, we yeah. had Carl, Carl Jones, who's uh, worked on the boondocks in a number of shows. He's got a show called Sugar and Toys now on Fuse. But heavy in the animation game, he was on the staff. We had Devon Shepard, who was our showrunner, who'd been in the game since the early 90s on Fresh right. Prince. And literally any any funny, famous black show you could think of, he's sure. worked on in addition to Queen and myself and just this Tiffany Haddish and fucking mm-hmm. Erica Badu doing the music. Yeah. So we literally had this oh, <laughs> this well, humongous yeah. this great pot of gumbo i like to yeah. call it. But I think The thing about us is they put us on after South Park our first year. South Park was their franchise show. And obviously it made sense because they did a heavy viewership. But the thing about South Park fans, I like to compare them to like Kobe fans. Like (laughs) They don't want to hear anybody else has the potential (laughs) of being the GOAT. Like They don't want to fucking hear about LeBron. It's like, fuck LeBron, it's Kobe all day around here. So that's kind of the the shit we got from South Park fans. So even before the show started, Mm. we literally had South Park fans. Mind you, we had a similar animation style. We were literally like a black South Park, as I like to compare it, because we were talking about things that they wouldn't really touch. Right. But just from the jump, we were already kind of set back. because South Park fans were just like hell bent right. on not. And literally, this is like a traditional thing at the network. Any show that airs after South Park generally gets shat all over. Right. And a lot of great shows. The show that aired before us, Moonbeam City, the year before, mm. great fucking show. Like, but mm. it's just hard to get your foot off the ground. And like I said, we were more predicated on NBA Twitter, and NBA Twitter was still kind of it was it was it was it was there, mm. but it wasn't as huge as it right. as it is now. So I was like, look, you know, at the end of the day, I had a great experience with the show. I can't, hey, we got two seasons. A lot of people that don't understand TV don't understand how fucking difficult it is to get a season let alone an episode let alone right. a pickup yep. let alone you know there's so many different stages of people you know so to get to where we got 20 episodes you talk to anybody that works in the industry and it's like yo that's fucking that's a lot that's a tremendous achievement yeah it's a lot there's yep. you know you 99 know, percent of people that work in the industry won't get to that type of level like yep. they, they may sell a show they may get it like you know, all the way close to the finish line then at some point it'll get pulled or whatever it may be so, it's literally like I got nothing to complain about. And then from that, I actually was running the social media account for the show. So, that's where I learned how to really get okay. him. Because I used to all be a right. square. Like, I, I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on with memes and capture. I just didn't know. Like, I right. didn't get it. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why, why are people doing this shit? Like, what's this fucking emoji mean? And all that, all that type of shit. But as I started to do the show, I had to get younger and I had to understand how these sure. kids communicate. Like, they don't yeah. like words that are spelled correctly. They don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. can't say trying to. I got to say trying to. I can't, yeah. you know what I mean? Just simple shit like that yeah. where, like, you look like the text copy and this is stuff even at a social level like you understand from working at yahoo and shit like this like behind the scenes like so much goes into what gets posted but i learned so much about it just by trial and error being able to run that account that once the show got canceled i transferred everything over to my own shit and i went way even harder because i don't have anybody telling me right you can do this you can't do that or you can't use this or whatever which is good and bad because it puts me in a position sometimes where i'm a little out of pocket and out (laughs) of line and do shit that (laughs) a little too much right but at the end of the day, I got to learn kind of where, where that, right. that line is. I'm a habitual line stepper, so I just got to always learn, like, all right. Right. This may be too much. But at the end right. of the day, like, when people laugh and crack up and, like, quote-tweet it with the fucking, you right. know, smiley faces or the skeletons or the caskets or whatever, it's like, right. okay, I'm doing yeah. something correct. Right.
1: Like, Do you, and so you talk about NBA Twitter, and that's something that now, I mean, because we work with, um you know, Twitter, the reps all the time, and they told us that, that ha- NBA Twitter happens to be one of the hashtags that naturally grew so large that it became its right. own. They don't need, they don't promote it yeah. because, and they just know they created its own hashtag because it was so big.
3: Yeah, Can, they, do you
1: Do you know the evolution, like how... Like how did you play in that, or what are you? It's start?
3: funny that you mentioned that. No. I'm actually uh, developing a documentary, working on a doc with some buddies now on the, on the 2011 lockout. And I look at there's been several moments in NBA Twitter, like a uh, snotty dripping versus uh, what is it? My tweets real as fuck or whatever that mm-hmm. dude. But you're trying to find him in Temecula on, on Christmas. Oh yeah, okay. So there's okay. been moments. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But uh, but I really feel like the 2011 lockout. Because uh, even looking back now, and it's close to the 10-year anniversary, I, w- I was fortunate to shoot a lot of those games. Like, I was doing a lot of documentary work on the side at that point. But was able to film Kobe's game with the Drew League, which will go down in history and lore. Is just one of the greatest moments for the summer scene. But that lockout and the way those dudes all played in those games and all kind of rallied behind each other and, and took on an AAU mentality, and you could watch fucking LeBron and CP3 and Melo and KD and literally, like, you know, 10, 12 fucking premier NBA dudes – it was just, like, had a tremendous feel. And like that whole summer was probably one of the, it's still one of my favorite summers just mm. in terms of the basketball scene. Mm-hmm. Like how hard everybody was going. There were so many people that came out as a result of that summer. Like Steph's guy, Jerron Smith, who worked at Nike at that point and was instrumental in the basketball never stops movement. Uh, Cassie Athena, who's like a big time photographer now, like literally he's like, you know, mm. I'm sure you've seen a watermark on literally yeah. every photo. Like all these people, like Nate Jones, who's my boy, who, who was, uh, works with Goodwin Sports and was really instrumental. And KD, who I think was like the figurehead of that summer. Just cause even before the lockout, he was playing at every single, he was literally like, I'm, it was like a my, it was called From My Hood to Your Hood Tour. Mm. But he was in literally every city or neighborhood. He would show up in New York, show up in DC, showed up at the Drew League. Mm. Just anywhere they were hooping, like he was treating them like an NBA season. Like he had that obviously legendary game at Rucker Park where he hit, like, four or five threes in a row and shut the whole thing down. But I think from that point, it really just blew up because everybody was so thirsty and desperate for basketball Mm. that I filmed the game in D.C. where it was a Drew League versus the Goodman League that was sold out. Filmed the game over here at the Pyramid where they came back out this way and was, you know, literally Mm. you had, like, 25 league dudes, everybody there. And another guy was instrumental in that was James Harden because he was was organizing a lot of this shit, and he kind of grew up in L.A. and played in the Drew but was getting these guys to come through and Baron Davis and all these dudes. But I look at that year and just how the players really kind of took control and power and said, and that's where you even see now where these guys want to play with each other, like they just said, like, look, like we don't give a fuck about this lockout, we'll play for free, like
2: mm. right. we're
3: sh- they're paying yeah. their own f- airfare, or whatever, like, oh, a game in LA Saturday, I'm near, like, right. but in just the way the buzz traveled, like you know that KD video, I remember especially, and this was like back in the day when you couldn't even embed video on on Twitter, yeah. I don't think, so you had to yeah. grab the YouTube link, <laughs> yeah. drop that, you know, like it was that, it was. Yes. Yeah. It totally. was a janky time, but that video, like, I remember back in the day, like, I look at, like, World Wide Wob now and how he's able to put up a video within 15 seconds of it totally. happening. Back in the day, you used to have to fucking wait for that video to hit YouTube, yeah. like, 8 to 10 minutes later, and constantly yeah. just keep refreshing the search, like, all right, fucking finally, then, then grab that video yeah. and bring it over to Twitter, yeah. and people really weren't fucking with it on Twitter, kind of like, it was just, it looked funky yeah. in the feed, but... To look at now, and I'm I'm good buddies with a bunch of people over at Twitter Sports, and just oh cool, I commend them for just how they've been able to really grow. Because I'm always like I literally talked to talk to uh TJ, who's the president over mm-hmm. there, or I head account whatever he he runs shit over there. But right. it's literally like because I'm always like, yo, you guys got NBA Twitter, but it's not like you don't have a, even an NBA Twitter handle. It's literally just a hashtag. Yeah. Like you, it's just more of an environment that yeah. they foster, and like we're all major players in it, like me, Wob, and all these guys. Yeah. We're literally doing millions and millions and millions of views. Yeah. But it's not like we're all doing it for one thing. We're just doing it out of the love of of the game. Like, why post those clips? Because he loves hoops and he wants to share it. Like, I do the shit I do because I love comedy and I want to make people laugh. But I also love the league. So if I see two guys talking, like, oh, what are they talking about? Like, hmm, I wonder. Like, let's have fun with this shit. Oh, KD and LeBron are covering their mouth talking? (laughs) Perfect. You can't even see their lips. Like, um, let let me go ahead and make a conversation. But you look at what it's done now and just how tremendous it is. Like you said, like. Like, it took them, I think they launched that hashtag maybe last year. Last year, yeah. You know they launched I mean? it last year, yeah. And, and it just, just kind of, like, b- before then, it's the same thing with, like, black Twitter and all these other Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I only not really know about black and NBA Twitter, but I know yeah. there's, like, a hundred other different Twitter totally. communities. But the way everybody just rallied around each other, like, it's just all love and, like, people battle whatever. And then the other thing, and I hate to be so fucking long-winded, but. No, no, you're fine. Was uh the snotty, the snotty dripping, uh (laughs) and he hates when you talk about this shit, but literally that moment, I think, from a, from a, just really blew the platform out of the water. Mm. It was just, like, a perfect storm in terms of, like, it was, I think Christmas or Christmas, yeah, I want to say it was Christmas, but nobody's doing shit, like, everybody's just chilling, like, You know, eating whatever on the couch and it's like, what the, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, okay, damn, this shit is getting real. Like, damn, this motherfucker just said, meet him in Temecula and posted the photo and really drove on a fucking holiday to Temecula. Like, oh, I see you local, homie. I'm coming out. Now, meanwhile, Snotty was in like Arizona or some shit, but he was just fucking with him, egging him on. But just to see the way that the whole community rallied around, it was just like, it was like the Truman Show almost, like, right. just waiting to see what was going to happen next. Right. That moment, I think the DeAndre Jordan, Back in the day where they literally, like, everybody flew from all across the country and it mm-hmm. became this oh, yeah. whole battle to see who, but you're watching this shit in real time. Like, right. you know, you see, you know, the one emoji pops up, then then Blake Griffin jumps in, then fucking yeah. uh, Chandler, uh, Park, it, Chandler Parsons jumps, like, but it's just like this whole CP3 comes in with the banana booty, you know, yeah. I mean, it was uh, just like... Yeah it was the like you, you, you literally watch it like motherfucker left the banana boat to come to DeAndre's <laughs> house but you're literally watching like this thing happen in real time yeah. it's like holy shit like this is like this is the world like right. that's why I love like LeBron and what other athletes have been able to do is like you can hit them directly like LeBron will respond to your shit on Twitter mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like I posted a video I did a song uh, an Ice Cube remix yeah. and LeBron didn't hit me unfortunately but we'll talk about that <laughs> but like Ice Cube reposted it Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma Shannon Sharp yeah. like I saw that. And, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's all these people that I can literally go make something. And that's what I say about right. Twitter. Even if you got one follower, if you make some good shit, like right. it'll go viral. Right. It'll like people are going to find your shit.
2: Yeah.
3: And you've literally seen so many different human beings, like characters just come out of, yeah. like you look at like that Mason Ramsey kid who was on the uh, oh, right. old town road or even yeah. Lil Nas X, like dudes that have literally like Jesus and Meryl, like you know, there's just Twitter dudes that are now fucking like celebrities. Right. It's just, like, it's a great feeling. That's why I have kind of just jumped into it. Like, look, like, I'd rather be, like, a Twitter celebrity <laughs> than, like, a real one. Like, because, like, the Twitter. attraction, The Twitter's just, like, you get yep. more engagement. You can yep. hit, hit consumers and fans directly with yep. your shit. And it's good and bad. Like, you can do that, but you can also get chat on for doing that. So, like. It's a
1: tricky, it's a fine line. They
3: can come at you, too. Like, yeah. motherfuckers know where I'm at. Like
1: Yeah, they can definitely. That's always been my big fear is, like, I'm you know, for the most part, we get really, you know, we wanted to do this show because we just did out of our closet. (laughs) Like we just, Bought the equipment and did it out of our closets, and it was because we didn't hear anything like us.
3: No, and that's why I um, literally made that trek from yeah. Woodley Hills all the way out to Hawthorne to come join y'all. Now we're and in see the studio. <laughs> it's, you know, lovely facilities. <laughs>
1: we're no longer in the closet. We couldn't invite you in the closet. It was too small, believe me. I'm, but I'm down small. for whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, that's why we, we did this and we love it. But my biggest fear is that I'm going to say some. That's why these notes, you yeah, know, I have copious sure. notes because I'm like, if I say one thing wrong you know we're gonna get WNBA Twitter oh, at me yeah. or you know I'm trying to
3: I'm trying to launch I'm really trying to launch WNBA Twitter I feel like that's my next hustle <laughs> like something that NBA, yeah. NBA Twitter gonna piss me off somewhere down the road like fuck yeah I'm, I'm about to just fucking go WNBA Twitter this out uh,
1: a lot yeah. I, I will say that and they'll probably you know if anybody from WNBA Twitter is hearing me there it's a lot of whining right now yeah. you know like we had travel and pay you know which I mean that's kind of collectively word the languages. Yeah. But I think also what I'm liking is the style. Yeah. You know, and the freedom. Yeah. Like for so we, sure. We talk about WNBA having um they they tend to be like pushing that social consciousness a little bit more than let's say the NBA because they're just like we don't have any fucking rules. Yeah. You know, they didn't yeah. think of us when they made the rules, so we'll just fucking do whatever we yeah, want. Yeah, for
3: sure. I mean look the league the league is growing, I think it's been great to me to see, you know, you got now a lot of female personalities who are like Sue Bird, I feel like, and kind of yeah. Diana Taraji and that crew kind of yeah. laid the foundation, but now these next generation of girls are taking it, and they are not taking no bullshit. No. No, like Liz Cambage. Yeah.
1: Woo! I mean... Oh, woo. They ain't taking no motherfucking no. shit. No, she, and she's just like, and uh, was it Asia Wilson, too? Yeah. Like they're both on the, the Aces. I mean, they are just like... No.
3: And just to be real, like Diana Tarazi used to come and hoop at UCLA, and it was never like, oh, this is a girl on the court. It was like, I can't get my ass busted by Tarazi because she can fucking hoop. I'm not like, I don't really want to guard Tarazi you know? it Was not that yeah. thing like, oh, this is a girl. It was just like, oh shit, like yeah. Tarazi's here busting fucking asses, like, and I don't want to be on that list, like. But but when she played with us, it was never like, oh, like it's a girl right. playing. It was like, no, like I got to get in her shit because like, yeah. she gonna embarrass me if I don't, and she don't want no fucking slack or what, like, nope. not playing any of that shit. And I think that's what I love about this league now and it's like even this whole female empowerment movement has been great for me to see it's like like women aren't taking a backseat anymore for this bullshit that, that mm-hmm. men have been trying to do to them for the longest time. Nope. That's why I love Pino and fucking that crew. Like, yeah. fuck uh, y'all. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to the fucking white house. <laughs> yeah. Like when, like, you know, I'm but just having that attitude. Like, fuck y'all. Like, and, right. and, and for me, it's just like, yes, this yes. is, this is beautiful. <laughs> like, fuck, go yeah. get it and yeah. go win, go yeah. win this shit for the USA. Yeah.
1: And I think, I think a lot of things too, that, that we find is that you, we're going to do fucking, we're going to fuck up. We're going to fuck up major. Yeah, And that's, part of the growth
3: that's nobody ever walks through life and that's what even like people saw like the TV show and all that shit and like oh man it's like yo y'all didn't see all the fucking right. shit that I, I didn't hit on like y'all don't see the fucking death threats and the fucking yeah. you see the good you see all this tweet that did 20,000 retweets you don't right. see the motherfuckers threatening my my boo and my kids and telling me the fucking they hope I die and all that but it literally just but i've been on the internet since fucking like 2007 2008 so i was on the youtube back in the days when it was literally like you know you kill your mom and fuck this and fuck that so now i just don't give a fuck like first thing i do whenever somebody says that i'll click their profile just okay take a mental note of who this person is because like i always like to say if i see you it's it's a fade like i don't have no problem fucking like i'm six eight three hundred pounds like whatever you want to do like i'm fucking comfortable with like especially anybody who feels like but that's the thing with those type of people like they'll say that. Type of shit, yeah. and then you'll check them, and it's like, oh, uh, i was just kidding. Right, it's like, right. no, nah, I'm not kidding though. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Like, what's cracking? Yeah.
1: yeah, no, I I hear you. Um, okay, what else do we have? Um, I wanted to, did you have, we we did take a list of like some of your top tweets? Okay, I know that Karen pulled yeah. something out. Well, Karen, while you're pulling that out, if you have some gems, I wanted to say that Bronze Plan yeah. was literally cool. like, I I can watch that at any period of time and be rolling on the ground appreciate
3: you because there's the thing i listened to that song now and i cringe because it was like i literally did it on my phone like edited no. it on final cut and that's why when i dropped the the, the ice cube ad on the way parody i literally yeah. got that done professionally uh had my close friend shay who I went to ucla with who's a big time dj now mm. and literally a songwriter artist fucking killing the game on the edm scene Went over to her spot. I was like, please help me with this shit. <laughs> like, it would have took me five. So I went over thinking, like, it's going to take me, uh, her as long as it takes me. It's so, like, it took me like five, six hours. <laughs> right. So I laid the tracks down and I'm chilling, uh, with, with, with her, 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 buddy Brian, who's my, my teammate, former teammate, at UCLA. It's like, damn, like, right. I'm going to be here like five, six hours. Like, literally like 40 minutes later. She's like, whoop. All right. Here you go. Right. Right. Like I cleaned it all up for you. I'm like, oh god. Like honestly, no. uh, but I, I love bronze plan. I love. Uh, I did Brad's plan, which I feel like Brad's uh, plan to the me.
1: Celtics uh, coach when the Celtics yeah. went up two zero mm-hmm.
3: on LeBron I, right. without uh, Kyrie or Hayward. Yeah. Like bronze, I love bronze plan because I had that idea literally for months. And right. I, was, like so first time I heard the song, I started humming <laughs> bronze plan in my head. I was like. Cause I always, I do that with songs. Like, if I hear a song, I always change right. the lyrics. Like, right. it's just like a weird thing I do. Right. So, first time I heard it was a like bronze plan, yeah. but didn't have lyrics. Uh-huh. And then I was planning on dropping it in the finals, but then they ended up playing the Raptors. And I want to say, like, ESPN tweeted bronze plan on, let's say, like a Wednesday. Okay. And I'm like, fuck, everybody's seen this shit now. Somebody's gonna yeah. fucking, you know, the next natural progression for somebody to drop a song. So, I was thinking I was able to put mine out, like, a day before everybody else's. Right. So, I literally had all the lyrics and all that shit. So, I went and just, like, <laughs> quickly recorded it and dropped it. But to see the way that thing hit, and that's what I say Uh, about Twitter is, like, like right when I tweeted that, like, I always have this rule on Twitter, like, I can tell within the first two minutes of a tweet if it's Mm going to be successful or not.
1: Okay. Good tip. Hot tip, guys.
3: Like, you know, depending on what the engagement or whatever Mm -hmm. looks like, it's kind of a great, like, I've never had a tweet, like, not maybe once or twice in my life, but, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes down the road where it'll start to hit. Like, if it's not right away, immediate, it's generally like, look, this one's going to be a dud. Like, move on. But, like, first time, I dropped it within, like, the first 30 seconds, and it's like, okay. This is yeah. hitting, like, motherfucker. And that, yeah. That's what I love about Twitter as a platform. Like, it's literally real time. You can see who's mm-hmm. fucking with you, who, right. who liked it, who who retweeted right. it, who's commenting right. on it, who's quote-tweeting it. Right. And it's not like I'm at their house holding a gun to their head saying, fucking retweet this <laughs> shit. It's like... They like it. Right, like, okay, right. this thing I made that I didn't, was unsure if anybody was going to give a fuck about. Right. Wow, they like it. Like, cool. Like, yeah. okay.
1: Well, I loved ADs on the way. Yeah, That one, when you dropped that one, I was also in tears. I think I ran to my husband and I'm like, you must watch this yeah. like a million and one times.
3: LeBron, I'm still waiting for you. Okay. <laughs> Ice Cube. Kuzma, Kuzma, who's much younger and much cooler, LeBron. You're getting into that square dad mode. I'm here right now.
1: He's definitely dad jeans.
3: So, do yourself a favor, bro, for the young kids and retweet it i would I just hope i hope like i hear lebron hum it or something at some point right. like that would just honestly make my whole career like right. i can retire after that
1: it, it was definitely um it was so well done like i i'm amazed like it just amazes me because it's just like the lyrics and the way you hit it and yeah. the, and kuzma like yeah. ugh i was crying like the whole time <laughs> yeah. we were just i like call people can, i'm like uh, oh you need to get on this and me I mean,
3: mean, for me, I love I love creating shit, but it's like obviously I've had enough experience now in the game, and I'm older, where I, I'm adding those layers and levels mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. like adding that Kuzma part. I'm like, yo, right. but as, when I pop them out, like, okay, he's gonna fucking he'll retweet it <laughs> just off this shit. Like, if right. I put that in, right. or just like coming through, and it's like, right. all right, how do I make this like good enough that Ice Cube will want to retweet it, and yeah. he'll fuck with it, yeah. and he won't look at it like, oh, I'm, I'm shitting on the song. Like, if anything, I'm trying to promote yeah. you and really just bring back that feeling. Because right. I would actually wrote like the some of those lyrics like a year ago when he first signed. And I want to just be a video of him just mashing around LA. Like right. I'm finally a Laker didn't end up working out. I tried to pitch bleacher report, but the turnaround was just too quick and they right. didn't want to break the bread, but whatever. Yeah. So this time around it was like, like I got to get this shit out. Like yeah. right when, right when, you know, the, uh, I think I, I didn't even drop the report for free agency right when we knew it was yeah. like official. Right, I'm i going to fucking drop this yeah. thing and just let it, let it hit. But, uh, I, I loved putting stuff out and just seeing the response. Like, Man. it's like a drug, like when it starts, totally. you start cranking up, it's like, all right, this, this thing I made <laughs> in my head that I thought was good actually ended up working out like, <laughs> wow, maybe I do have some talent type of situation. No,
1: it, it was definitely a hit. It was definitely a hit. And um, I I knew I knew of you. I think we both knew of you from Twitter. OK. Um, And then I swear I when I saw you on campus, I was like. Am I, is this a dream? Is, is Josiah Johnson really, is King Josiah really on campus? I think it like went around and like. Probably stalked you a little bit around corners.
3: I remember we chatted. and it just like, wow, you know who? I am? Like honestly, at any point, anybody knows because like, I feel like I live in this vacuum where I don't really know. Like, like I'll see stuff get a ton of engagement, or whatever, but it's not real to me because I'm literally like in my kitchen right, or barbecuing or changing a shitty diaper or right. whatever I'm doing. That's what people don't understand. They right. think I'm like in this elaborate cave. Like I literally like have a kid in my hand, like tweeting with the other hand. It's like news is breaking. Like oh shit, I got to get yeah, this out. Yeah, yeah. Like making sure I don't have spell errors. But I, I know like we just connected because it's like. Just like creating shit, that's why I even love coming on this show. Like nobody told you guys to do this thing, right? And Mm -hmm. you started out somewhere. You started out in the closet or whatever. Now you're in a nice-ass studio. Like that's just showing progression and building up. Mm And putting that work in, like, nobody fucking said, hey, I'm, you know, you got to do this today. And that's, like, all the creators I see out there, that's what I always try and tell people. I can always, like, there's a lot of trolls and haters on the internet, but there's a lot of super talented motherfuckers that I come into contact with. And it's like, yo, like, nobody told you to do this shit, but you just did it. Like, how, you know, like, I'm always fascinated by, it. like, what what drives people to, like, because, you know, you you put out your first show, you maybe don't do a ton of shit. Like, I put out my first tweet and maybe you got a retweet. Yeah. But two, three years down the road, it wasn't like oh, I'ma quit or fucking right. it's just like I've put out like I said, I put out some trash shit before I was gotten shit on. <laughs> right. And there was a point where it was like, yo, maybe I maybe I don't need to do this shit. Like motherfuckers are being really mean to me. It's like I might yeah. have to fucking hurt somebody. But uh but just keep fighting through and then you get like the, a lot, you know, I, I like to say I try to get more wins than losses at the end of the right. day. But even seeing people like yourself that mm-hmm. And do shit like I just like people who work like right. you have a regular job and after that job you're coming in you got copious notes on the fucking desk yeah. you know what I'm saying but yeah. like it's not like oh we're just gonna fuck around and turn these mics on it's like yeah, no, no we take this shit serious <laughs> we, like,
1: we definitely take this shit seriously um, we are definitely we're coming up on our last two minutes okay. so I'm gonna start putting on our little like sign off music
2: situation okay. okay
1: Um, so before we go what is like one hot tip people should know uh, if they want to do, like, an NBA Twitter or
3: if they want to do stuff? Uh, work. I'll always be consistent with the work, with the effort. Like, I would say when you don't feel like doing shit, that's the time to do it. Like, sometimes I'll see a video or people will send me shit, and it's like, I oh, don't I don't have anything for this. And I'll think, and then I'll figure it out. Right. It's a puzzle always. Like, but constantly be working. Don't ever get too high. Like like I, like I tell people, there's not one video or one thing you're going to put out that's going to make you a fucking billionaire. So. Right even if I drop a bronze plan and it hits like, well shit, I got to do something else or they're going to forget about me. So it's always just staying consistent, putting the work and effort in and really just seeing like following people that you like and seeing the content they put out and drawing inspiration from that. Like nothing's original. Mm -hmm. So just grind, like put in as much work as possible and you know, don't be worried about what the results are. Just keep grinding and keep doing it.
1: I love that. Okay guys, remember keep grinding. That is a great, great hot tip. And you know, Thank you, Josiah, for being here, for driving. Yes, no, I'm sorry
3: I was way. late. I'd no. I, I hate to be on Black People Time. I, I'm trying to for the culture, trying to change the perception of Black Black people, but I'm, I'm thankful that you guys had me on. I appreciate no, it.
2: No,
1: no. That's the one thing we learned is so that good. be super chill and, you know, shit happens, and as long as everybody's safe and happy and, and having a good time. Thank you for being on the show. Um, thank you to all our listeners, everybody in the chat. Um, you know, Please, if you guys didn't get a uh, chance to hear this live, make sure you catch us on the app. We'll be uh, putting this in the archive. And um, Karen, you will be here next week. We're super excited for you Whee! being live in the studio. Yeah, come on, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King.
0: That, uh, we'll have champagne.
1: Yeah, oh, they, uh, we're definitely popping bottles. Um, uh, Josiah, you are at Josiah 54 yep. on both Twitter and Instagram. And I know you are trying to crack open that Instagram uh, trying to
3: figure out the algae. He's
1: trying to figure it out. I maybe we can help you with that. Um and yeah. um, Let's chat. <laughs> and Karen, as always, what do we want to make everybody remember Just keep it. We want to keep it? We wanna keep it sweaty and,
0: and petty. And petty. <laughs> Woo! We ow. ow.